Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you're done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash, Sheward, legendary blocking tight end, and former Chiefs and Eagles tight end, our guy Jason Dunn. JD, how are we doing, buddy? It's Super Bowl week. Yes, yes it is. Super Bowl week. It is here. It is absolutely here. Finally here. So, uh, I, I enjoyed this whole week, what it's been like. So, I'm getting a little feedback here. No, um, a little bit. They check it. Well, do you, what do you want to hear when you speak? Oh yeah, maybe it's my deep voice. That's what I'm giving them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you know, last week we you know it was the, the t- we had a little buy, a little mini buy to get healthy and everything, and uh, it seems like everything is going well with our guys. Um, Hardman's done for the season, but we did get uh, one guy back, and uh, now now I, now I hear the feedback. Now, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you fix the issue? I did. Yeah. Did, yeah. Okay. Uh, but now we, we got Ceh back. We're gonna get into that. We, we're gonna get into a lot of stuff uh, in today's episode. Some fun stuff. You know, Super Bowl week. Talk about some pregame meals, um, and then also a little bit of something that's not being talked about enough. It's a matchup that's not being talked about enough. It's a little bit of a. The, the different meals from both places. You got Kansas City barbecue and you got Philly cheesesteaks. A matchup that no one's talking about this week. And I think that we're, we're, we're going to address that at the end. And I think JD is a perfect guy to talk about that, playing in both uh, cities. So he could definitely speak to bo- both of those. Uh, but obviously, before we get into it, we want to um, give a shout out to our sponsor, Picket. Uh, you guys should download the Picket Sports app, especially with the Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Uh, guys, place your wagers on the game coming up. Um, Picket tells you the best betting lines from all different apps that, that's on there. Um, and also, if you use our promo code Chiefs, you guys can get an additional $3, either Venmo or PayPal to you, or uh, $100. And uh, we've actually had a few of our viewers last week actually contacted us saying they got $3 from Pickett. So, hey, they're, they're paying it off for you guys. So, uh, yeah, just go to our link in the description and um, uh, get uh, uh, get some free cash from uh, Pickett Sports Betting app. Um, all right. So, the first is, this will be the last, like, one-time football game that you need to put your money on, right? I mean, if everybody, if, you, if you're so into the team and you know that you're going to win, go ahead, throw some dollars on it, right? Just let your money, why not? Why not do it? This is the eagle. That's what you want to go with, okay? Hey, you got every right to do that. So go ahead. For sure, uh, JD. I don't know what uh, if you messed with your uh, your microphone settings at all. It, it's coming. It's coming through di- different than what it was in the, in the beginning of the show. Oh, was okay. <laughs> Just a little te- technical difficulties. The the that. way. Is that, is that better? No. 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 Okay. Hold on. Let me do this. <laughs> Here we go to. Okay, what about now? That sounds good. Do you still hear an echo? Uh, uh, 
Not really. How, how about you? Can you hear? I don't hear an echo. Uh, um, somebody on our on our group, uh, everybody in the chat right now, can you guys let us know if you hear an echo? Uh, we're here, we're seeing no, nobody is saying echo right now. I don't know if anybody else is uh is hearing that. Cole, Lenny, do you guys hear an echo? Echo. Let's see. I, I don't I don't hear anything, but hopefully these guys can maybe help us out. You, if you guys hear an echo, just let us give give us a give us a thumbs up, or if not, we can just we'll keep rolling with the show. Just want to make no echo. Okay. Cool. Okay. Good. All right. Okay, so a lot of topics. Uh, everyone's talking about a lot of things this week. Um, and the big things so that for this episode, I, I compiled kind of the big things everyone's talking about when it comes to this matchup between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, and so I kind of compiled that off for the questions for the show uh, this week. Um, and so our first one we're going to go over uh, this week, uh, JD, is um, kind of what I highlighted with CEH being back. And then uh, what receivers need to step up this week is kind of the kind of big thing everyone keeps pointing to on all the hot take shows and everything. Um, so last week we talked about, you said uh, getting right was a big thing for this week. Um, health was a big concern. Um, and now everyone's practicing. I think the only receiver that's practicing in a limited capacity is Kadarius Tony. McCole Hartman's done for the season. We'll, we'll see if he ever plays in a Chiefs uniform again. That's going to be a discussion we will have in the offseason. Plenty of time for that discussion. Uh, but uh, Coach Reed said Tony and Juju would play, um, but Tony's the only one who's limited currently. Um, so my question is, how big of a deal is it to have CH back, especially if we are going to be down a you know a pass catcher like McCall Harmon? CH can contribute out of the backfield like he has in the past. Um, and to you, who of our receivers needs to step up this week to give us a shot against this um Eagles defense. Okay. Hopefully my uh, audio is fixed, fixed now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. Well, okay. CH coming back is, I would say, is a uh, it's a luxury to have, right? I don't know how many carries he's going to get in this game or if, you know, what his, you know, his contribution is going to be. If, he comes in and he gives, you know, a couple of carries. Cool. That, that'd be fine. Right. Uh, but I think we know as far as the, uh, the pecking order is going to be Pacheco McKinnon and the CEH. That's, that's how it's going to, that's how it's going to roll. And so if CEH is able to come in and give you something, then yeah, like I said, fine. Uh, the guys that's been in there, you got to keep going with the hot hand. The hot hand has been uh, Pacheco and McKinnon. Uh, nothing against CH, you just hadn't played in a long time. And that's, that is significant, especially when you're talking about, you know, getting hits, uh, fumbling the football, all those different things, right? Now, he's going to have fresh legs, all right? And Lenny, he beat me to it, who I, who I thought I was going to say I had to step up. Uh, but CH, just talking about him, I think that he's one of the guys that I think is, uh, if he gives a contribution, then, then fine, cool. Uh, but I'm not looking for him to be a huge part of what we do offensively. Now, as far as wide receiver-wise, uh, having uh, Hardman out, and we, we've been playing without Hardman for quite some time and, and been doing particularly well uh, with other guys stepping up. And what I'm actually looking for, I'm, I'm looking for another repeat uh, performance from MVS. i like to see MVS get off again. Why not? Look, hey, we threw some balls to him last week and he, or two weeks ago, and he, he was absolutely phenomenal out there. He really was. And so if I'm Patrick – I'm saying, look, I got a guy now who's going to go up to get the football. He understands what it means to make big plays, and he did it. He made big plays. And so I think we have a, a, a good problem, a good issue. MVS, Juju comes back. Kadarius Tony is one of the guys, like, like Lenny was sitting there talking about, is a guy that I think needs to kind of step up. I need to see a little bit more from him. But he's a, he's a guy that's going to give a spark. He's going to give us the, you know, the jet sweep. He's going to give you know ball in the head real quick, get up the field for you know ten to fifteen yards, uh, and then you know you have obviously uh, Sky Moore that's in there. And I think Sky has been growing as a receiver, kind of a guy that you can lean on. Uh, so we got we we got players, we have receivers, and that's the thing about it. We we got a good good problem, and then we talk about the the, the tight ends. And I said thirteen personnel is something that I think we need to get into. I think it's a personnel that will cause some problems for the Eagles defense. And so with Jordy Fortson, obviously Travis Kelsey's going to go out there. He's going to kill him, right? Uh, and then you're talking about uh, having uh, Noah Gray. And so these guys uh, are capable in the game as far as catching the football. But I, I'm just looking as far as like what we're doing offensively, and I'm going to keep going back to this. We keep talking wide receivers. 
Great. No problem about that. We got to get the ball out of hands first. We got to keep Patrick upright, pure and simple. And the best way to do that, to alleviate the pass rush, is to run the football effectively, right? You got to run the football effectively. Pacheco, McKinnon, if CH is able to come in and do a little, hey, cool. Let that be that. But that's what I'm thinking about right now. as far as CH, what his 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 uh, contribution is going to be to the game, and then a wide receiver, what, what what I'm thinking. Yeah, and then plus uh, something we didn't have last game was um, Justin Watson. Uh, you know, Justin Watson was sick l- that last game in Cincinnati. You know, he would have had a good productive game, um, and then we had to rely on guys like Marcus Kemp, who showed you know he can come in and spot and spot duty. So. The weapons will be there. Um, I don't think will be a lack for that. And like you said, we we've been without McCall Hardman. You know that's that's kind of been the common trend. You know he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and um, you know so now, and, and now we're seeing guys. Thankfully, we did that that Tony trade because look at our receiving room. If we didn't have Tony right now, I mean, I just kind of you know, I, yeah, I don't know. It'd be very very scary um, to think yeah, about yeah. that. But you, like you said, Justin Watson gives us another body, right? He gives us another body, gives us another performer uh, who can go out there and catch balls if we needed him. So uh, we'll, we'll need everybody, right? Because we just never know how the game is going to go. And, and if, if guys are dealing with issues, you know, like Darius Tony, well, he's back, but it, it needed, he could be out of the game. Same thing with Juju and all, anybody for that matter. Uh, and so it's always good to have, uh, you know, a number of guys ready to come in and perform when you need them to be. Yeah, and we're seeing a comment here from our guy, um, Lenny Dawson, um, talking about screen game needs to be on point uh, to slow the pass rush, um, especially Jarek McKinnon, who we've talked about before, and he's another he's another weapon that we can throw the ball to. Um, and he's been, I mean, obviously his pass blocking is one thing, but that as well, um, being able to be a pass catcher in the backfield as well. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be implemented too in the game. I mean, I, I, you know, they do it every week, so uh, I know – They'll pick the spots when and and, and where they're going to do it, uh, and it, and and they do a good job of that offensively as far as uh, making that call. Uh, it's usually you know pretty much spot on. I'm sure we're going to see maybe a shuffle pass and stuff like that too. So uh, it's going to be some some things that they're going to throw out here for this game that we might not have seen uh, yet this year. And so I'm just I'm, I'm letting people know be 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 wary because. There's going to be a couple of things. People's like, what is going on? Right. We had the ring around the roses, you know, deal and, and whatnot. But yeah, there's going to be some, some, some creative things going on out that field on Sunday. Believe it. Yeah. Maybe some, uh, maybe some more snow globe action. Like we saw <laughs> the ring around the rosy. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, uh, Lenny uh, brought up a good point um, on, you know, using McKinnon out of the backfield. Um, and that's one thing a lot of people are scared about is the pass rush of uh, the Eagles. So uh, I looked up some some numbers and I found some uh, next-gen stat numbers I'm going to throw at you, J.D. Uh, so since week 11, the Eagles have pressured the opposing passer on 42.6% of dropbacks per next-gen stats. Uh, the next best team in that time span was the Jacksonville Jaguars at 36.7%. Um, and we, you know, we, 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 we went through them. Um, uh, that was obviously the game Mahomes got hurt. But uh, Eagles defensive line has probably the best depth we've seen in the NFL in, in quite some time. I, I may put it up there with the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer team that we played against in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Um, they have four pass rushers who had 11 or more sacks in the regular season and 10 or more players with at least half a sack. So my question to you is, J.D., what kind of offensive game plan do we need? And if you were in that room, in the, in the coaching room, what kind of offensive play, game plan would you kind of throw at uh, Philadelphia to kind of stymie this pass rush? Uh, well, it's got to be, one, run the football effectively. That's, that's number one. you got to establish the run. I don't care what you do. I don't care how many passes you do, how many screens. You have to establish the run because you have to. they, they got to play you honestly. And if they don't, and they're just letting them just tee off and come up the field. They're getting in lanes as far as the same thing in the screen game. And so they can feel when alignment is coming off of them, especially in the pass rush, because it shouldn't be that easy. And so the thing is, they got the athletic guys to do it. They can, they can you know, run back and, and, and get back into the into the lane to stop that if they need to, stop the running back from getting over there. And I think part of it has to be, well, look, one of those things you have to also do is you got to be effective in blocking them and chipping them going out, Okay. That's another thing. Uh, another thing I would say that you have to do to, to alleviate the pass rush, you got to expand. I say go into 13 personnel and then expand out there and catch the football. That's what you have to do. Get your big guys out and, and, and make sure 
that you're giving some 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 very hard matchups against you know those DBs and the secondary to stop the tight ends. That's what I'm thinking about. And so uh, jet sweep is another thing, okay, that you have to do. You got to put that into the game plan for sure because once you out leverage the defense, hey, there you go. Now they got to make sure they get wide enough to to make sure they never get uh, uh, get hooked on those things. Uh, so I think it's just it's, it's a lot of different things you can be creative. I think you can do some neat things in the in the in the passing game as well. Uh, maybe spread offense a little bit, right? Go out in the empty. That's another thing, okay? And so the good thing is we've had a, a pretty uh, solid offensive line, okay? That these guys should be able to hold up as long as it's a balanced attack, right? So if it's now if it's, it's lopsided where you're throwing seventy five and twenty five, right? Seventy five percent passes, twenty five percent run. Mm, then you, you're asking a lot. You're asking a lot from those linemen uh, to, to block those very talented uh, defense alignment from the Eagles. So I think that the main thing, like I said before, i got to keep harping on it, run the football. Be effective running the football. And it's got to be downhill. Hit guys in the mouth, okay? I know pass rushers don't like to get hit. Run straight at them, okay? Run straight at them. I think once you establish those things, hey, it takes, it takes a lot out of the defense, right? takes a lot of them, and especially during the fourth quarter. If you're running the football, leaning on those guys, they're not going to have so much of that juice coming after the the, the the quarterback at that moment, right? So I think that's what you have to do offensively. And one thing that people, the, the, the mainstream media has kind of made a big deal of is Patrick Mahomes saying, I think yesterday or two days ago, he's not 100%, and he said he's, in a, he's feeling better every day, each and every day. And I was just watching Michael Vick on one of the Fox Sports shows, and he was saying – that if I patch from Mahomes within the first series of the game or the first drive of the game, if you can run the ball, yeah. run it, be your normal self and, and run out of the pocket a few times because that's right away whatever game plan that Philadelphia has, however their game plan, they're going to have to go out and change and be like, uh, be like, okay, well, he really is 100%. This is more 100% than uh, anything else. Um, rather the way to, to, to get out there kind of to kind of run it, to, to force Philadelphia to kind of shift how they are going to uh, play um, the Chiefs' offense. Is that something, you, if you were telling Patrick, that's something you would do, you know, to kind of like, you know, obviously don't force a run if you don't need to. And, and he, he, does, he does a good job of not forcing any type of running, but... Yeah, no, listen, look, as, as a guy like Michael Vick is giving uh, advice, a quarterback, about running the football, cool. I, I, I Look, I understand that part of it. I understand what he's saying. Uh, but what also we know that when you take off running, that gives you a chance to get hit, right? And so if they keep him in the pocket where he's not out getting to the outside to the edge, he's running through lanes, they're going to be coming back, hitting him in his legs and, you know, ribs and every everything. And so the more hits you take on that guy, on any any, I don't care what quarterback it is. The more hits you take, you're hoping it's going to have an effect. So th- I think there's some validity in what he's saying. But like you said, make sure you don't you're not running too much. But you just want to see where your feet are, right? I'm gonna see how fast they are. Okay, and so that's a little bit where you can gauge your mind. You know what the defense actually has and the speed of the game and what you're gonna be playing against. Uh, and so yeah, Patrick gets down. That's nothing like when you slide. When you know sliding down and that ankle and whatnot too. I don't know. But, hey, man, Michael Vick, who was one of the best to ever do it, you know, running the football as a quarterback and then throwing, hey, uh, I mean, he's got some good advice. The only thing is, man, you just don't want to keep taking those shots if you don't need to. But it's one game. Pat, uh, Look, Pat is going – if he needs to come out there and he need to carry him down the field. You remember when they did that with uh, Brian Leftwich, uh, Marshall was carrying – was that Jack – what was that? When they was carrying him down the field. Was it Marshall? Do you remember that? His lineman carried him down the field. Well, Byron Leftwich? Yes. yes. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that, that, was, that was Marshall, yeah. Yeah, so they'll do it if they need to. Uh, but we, we definitely need that guy to win, no doubt about it. We need PM15 to be healthy. We need him to be upright. Uh, and we got to make sure he does, he's not taking any unnecessary hits. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, they, they have a good pass rush, and, and that's the thing. Two years ago, we played against a team in the Super Bowl that had a pass rush just like this. It was was a, was a you know a big it was a big deal. Um, and what, what happened? Wait. What's that? No, go ahead. I was going to say but different situation. We we got a, a better line. You know, we got all our guys up. So. Exactly, exactly. That forced us. That game forced us to go out and get Creed Humphrey. Go trade for Orlando Brown. 
we've done that. That game is why we have the one that we have to combat this type of pass rush, and we shouldn't really be scared about it um, at all. Um, okay, so we talked about Pat's injury, and this is another thing that everyone's talking about is, is Jalen Hurts' shoulder injury, uh, which he suffered at the end, towards the end of the season. Um, and so... Many of the experts out there are saying that Jalen Hurts isn't 100% right now, um, that his shoulder is still injured. Uh, in in the, la- the last two games we've seen him, and obviously, like Pat, he's had time to rest and heal um, over the last two weeks. But both times we've seen him so far, he hasn't thrown for more than 25 passing attempts uh, in each of the playoff games, um, and they've been relying more on the run. Um, and in the five games the Eagles had less than 100 yards rushing this year, they were 2-3. and three. Um, and this is a stat that I, I pulled from our guy Lance uh, at the Spoken Podcast. In the seven games the Chiefs' defense held their opponents to less than 100 rushing yards, they went 6-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, there's parallels here. We, we hold teams to, uh, to, to less than 100 yards. We're winning when Eagles aren't running for over 100 yards. They're, you know, 2-3. and three. They're, not, they're not winning all their games. They're un, under 500. And with this potential of Hurts having this shoulder injury that they're kind of, you know, they didn't have to really, both games have been blowouts, they didn't really have to throw the ball to uh, to press the to press the arm at all. But you saw he was overshooting A.J. Brown. Uh, some throws were low. Some people were contributing to that in that last game to the shoulder not being 100%. How much of this game plan um, for us it needs to be more about stopping the run to make Hurts throw the ball and to kind of let our guy, Chris Jones, exploit um to, to kind of get back there, how much of the game plan needs to be us stopping the run this week? Without a doubt, we got to control the line of scrimmage. And I'm telling you, coming off the ball, that has got to be your main key. And I said this to some of my guys earlier. I was talking to Tony and Billy, and you know, guys, we on the feed. And I was like, "Look, if the Chiefs stop the run, if you stop the run, that absolutely increases your chances. Okay, to put it in Jalen Hurts' hand to throw the football. Okay." That's what the main thing has to be with the defensive line. You have to stop the run. And I think that's the key to victory. The key to victory is to make sure you don't have those guys getting out there, Sanders and all those guys, you know, Scott, and all, all those little guys, you know, just running the football and, and you know, they get them through the lanes. And same thing with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is, hey, he'll do pump with the ball. He'll take off running with his legs. So he's a very effective runner with the football as well. Uh, but I think that's one of the things you have to do. You got to make sure that you stop the run. Um, so that to me, man, is, is, is any defense is trying to establish what you're trying to do against a good running football team. Stop the run. Okay. I think personally, I think our secondary, our young corners will match up well against AJ Brown and, uh, uh, what's the name of the, uh, uh, uh the other wide receiver, the little skinny dude, uh, Devontae Smith. Vontae Smith, Smith. yeah. So you get his hands on him, you bing, 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 like a little little pinball. So that's my thing about it. But AJ is going to be – but we got strong corners. We got big corners, and I think they can be able to run with this guy. So that's what I'm I'm, I'm looking for, man. You stop the run, make him throw the football, our corners, they'll be able to make sure that uh, uh, AJ Brandon don't get off, not to mention also guarded and those guys too. You know what I mean? So the safeties will have to do a hell of a job. Uh, against that, uh, that that you know the receivers of that game of the, of the Eagles. Yeah, and that's funny though because like you, you see, there's there's a lot of these um, these Eagles fans that are very with the way Spags wants to create pressure. They're really happy that we're going to go one on one with um, with uh, Devontae Smith. They, they they're hoping for that. Uh, which is funny, cause, you know. Oh, you say the Eagles fans? A lot of Eagles fans are—they're they're excited at the fact that we ha- might have to go one-on-one with Devontae Smith with the pressure that Spags likes to bring. Hey, man, listen. Hey, go one-on-one. Let him catch a couple of footballs, and you hit that joker hard, man. He'd be ready to break. You can break that joker up. I'm, I've seen him limp off plenty of games where you know he come back in, but you you hit, you hit him hard enough. We got a hard-hitting secondary. We got guys that can tackle, and and you beat him up. It caused problems against him, and so once you you get him out of the game, and then uh, the Quentin, uh, what's his name, uh, hit on, on him too. The only guy they got is AJ. You double up on AJ when you need to over top. Hey, it could be lights out at that moment. Yeah, yeah, it was Quez Watkins is the other guy. Quentin, Quez, 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 Quez Watkins. I don't know why I'm sitting over here. <laughs> I, I done did eight interviews over this thing, but yeah, but yeah, Quez Watkins. He's he's a he's a <laughs> He's a decent receiver, you know, so, 
But A.J. Brown, I think, is go he's going to be your guy. To that's your go-to. But let me say this, okay, because I was having this conversation with somebody else. We have seen probably the best receivers in the game this year. We have. We have seen, you know, Jamar Chase, Higgins, uh, Diggs, Davis. We've seen these guys. And so I'm not worried about A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith. I'm not. I'm not worried about them guys. Like I said, Spags, dial some things up. Come after Jalen Hurts. Matter of fact, same thing. That shoulder's hurting them. Come after them, right? So I think you have to do that. I think you have to create pressure. To me, that, that is a great, great uh, game plan. And give over top when you need help. Sometimes in that pressure, you know, you could you could roll, you know, uh, a safety over to get some help if you need it, right? So I, I think that's, that's the game plan. You have to do that. You have to do that. But – I don't have – I don't – seriously, you take Devontae Smith out, A.J. Brown is the one you got left and got it, hey, man, I take his odd all day, every day. Yeah, and, and I know that a big to-do is being more about Mahomes' injuries, ankle injury, but, like, we're talking about a guy who's a quarterback who has a shoulder injury who likes to run. I mean, you're getting him more involved. The last few games he really hasn't had to be involved because they've been blowouts. Um, and a lot of people are talking about, if you look at strength of schedule – who they've played, who we haven't played, and who and, and who we've played. Um, I, I, I mean, that, that's one thing you know. Like, if Hertz does decide to run the ball, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're putting yourself in harm's way going against our guys. I mean, and, and if you forget who, whoever it is, it's it's football. You're you're putting your shoulder at risk there, go, having to go yeah. against that. So I mean, that, that that's risky, right? It's very risky. It's very risky. He does a lot of like takeoff running and get out of bounds. He's he's a, he's a smart he's a smart quarterback that way. I, I mm-hmm. watch him a lot, man. He, and he does a good job of getting out of bounds, not taking hits. You know, so he, he's he's a smart guy, and he's not going to take the same thing. He's not going to take a hit that he you know he don't feel like he needs to. Um, but the thing is, you got to make sure and capture uh, that he's not getting out and, and escaping. So yeah, it's going Frank Clark, Carlos Dunlap. You know, we got to see our, our guy George get after him. You know what I'm saying? And and Nandi and Saunders, those guys got to show up. They got to show up this game. You know, same thing with the linebackers. They got to show up. We got to just rule and make sure that we're covering every blade of grass out there on the, on the defense. And I think we will. I think we will. Yeah, I, I think on a national scale, when, you know, when we're in the Super Bowl, right, you have all eyes on you. And the Chiefs yeah. generally, over the last few years, we've started to have more eyes on us. But still, I, I think there's kind of a, there's a little bit of a gap there because I think a lot of these national media pundits don't really don't really follow us at all. So they just have this thing, oh, Chiefs don't play defense. It's like, well, it's it's this it's getting to a point now where it's disrespectful to these guys who are, you know, Chris Jones and all these guys who who do feel disrespected. And they talked a lot about that uh in a lot of the, the media, um, a lot of the media time this week. They've talked about the, the disrespect that they faced. And this is a thing where you're getting disrespected from these. A lot of people don't watch you week week in and out, week in and week out. They watch you on the national televised games, uh, the primetime games. They don't watch you uh, on a regular, a random one o'clock game against you know, right. uh, just a random opponent. But now you're you're going to put yourself in a lot of these young guys, the, the the guys who you know who have kind of you know, who've gained clout over this year for us fans. Um, and now you're going to go against uh, this offense, who everyone's talking about, one of the more, more prolific offenses in the league. Um, nothing we haven't seen before, like you said. But now you're you're facing disrespect for guys like Chris Jones, prideful guys. Now you're going, you're pissing them off a little bit, and you can kind of see Chris Jones had a little bit of an attitude during the media time. It was kind of great actually to watch um, yeah. during the media time. Do you, you think that's something that not bulletin board material per se, but more so kind of a prideful thing where you're you're having your your people are saying, oh, your team's run by Patrick Mahomes, and you're not you. If Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a heroic type day, you guys aren't going to do anything. I mean, is that kind of a thing that's like? Oh, that kind of eats at players? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Listen, it, and, and the thing is, here is national media just doesn't feel like Kansas City Chiefs defense is sexy enough, right? It's always the offense. I always want to talk about what Patrick Mahomes is doing or Travis Kelsey is doing, okay? Or how have they been doing without Tyreek Hill, right? That's always the conversation. And it's always, oh, well, you know, obviously it was Burrow and 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 Josh Allen, what they were going to do, and, and Justin Herbert and all this. Look, all those guys are knocked out. Okay, we ran through all of those guys. Okay, this past year, all right. So let's not get that thing twisted. But the defense has been doing a tremendous job. They have been doing an absolutely wonderful job. And like I said, because you have to com- you- you compete with Patrick Mahomes being on your team, right? Being the sexy part of Kansas City Chiefs, it is a slight in the in the face. 
And the defense should take it like that. And for the defense, they'd be like, look, we need to step up in this game. We need to make sure, I don't care, they keep talking about those other guys that they got on the other side of the ball. They're talking about how good Eagles defense is. We got to show them how good we are. Period. You know, point blank. And I think when Chris is doing that, he's establishing that. He's got a mindset. I'm telling you, you can see it right there with him, man. He's he, he's just looking like he's hungry. He can't wait for the game to be there. Mm-hmm. So everybody on that line understands what's at stake. And if they don't, he's getting in their tail, let them know, look, it's just, we are this close. We can't let this go. We done got this close. We done lost one before. We need to be go ahead and show everybody and shut all the naysayers up. Shut it all down. It's going to start with us. And so they should take it personal. Shoot. Bolton should take it personal. Gay should take it personal. Reed should take it personal. Thornton should take it personal. Sneed should take it personal. Every single one of those guys should take it personal. They mm-hmm. should. If they're not understanding, they ain't bouncing off the wall when they get off, off uh, into that stadium to understand and establishing what you need to do, then these guys are going to be ready to play. But I know they're going to be ready to play. I'm, I know it. I can feel it. You can see I'm hyped right now. I'm just talking about it, man. Just, <laughs> right now, I'm going I'm to I'm run out there. Whittle! Woo! Yes, sir. I- like I, I, I can tell, JD. I can tell. <laughs> let me calm down. So. <laughs> um, so this is, and let me ask you. Okay, so we talked about how we our guys are battle tested, and, and that's something we, we our guys in their chat are talking about here uh, that we are a battle tested team. Um, and they're not. And if we just look at their last three, look at our last two opponents, um, both teams because we both have the bye. Um, and I know you and I are both Jalen Hurts fans, so this is not taking away Jalen Hurts. Right. But if you were to rank quarterbacks on the last on the teams we've played the last including the Philadelphia yeah. so Jacksonville Cincinnati Hurts where where would you put Hurts on, on that on that list between those three the three mm-hmm. uh I I think man Hurts is a winner he, he's a winner he has you know he don't have to be the prototypical quarterback right you don't have to be the six four six five guy mm-hmm. and pretty with no locks laying out, I and mean, he had he had the locks a long time ago when he was in college, right? Yeah. But he don't he don't have to have that. He knows how to win games. He commands respect and attention when he's out there. You know, Jason Kelsey said that when I watched the interview, Jason was talking about you know uh, Jalen Hurts and how he's like, man, he came in and everybody knows how to listen to this. He's a born leader. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, but ranking him with these guys, I mean, I, you know, I don't know it's hard to say. I think that he's he's right up there with them. Put it that way. So he's right up with those guys. Okay, I, I, I forget. For, okay, forget quarterback because each each team is is a little bit different this system wise. Because yeah. I mean, what makes Hurts so special is the system that, that he's in. That you know, mm-hmm. not so much. I mean, he, he's a great quarterback, but the system right uh, that he that he is in it kind of provides that. Like, oh man, like that's their their, their, their special offense. Um, offensively, of the three offenses we've played, where would you where would you rank Philadelphia between Cincinnati and Jacksonville? Oh, ooh, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They they would be right there with Jacksonville. I put them right yeah. there. Maybe maybe a little bit uh, above that. Uh, I don't think they got a guys like Etienne and of course Mixon. Uh, with the, you know they they run it back by committee, but they yeah. do an effective job. But I've seen them I've seen them like disappearing games. Right, same with Mixon those guys. But I, I think uh, they're right there in that they're right there in rank with them guys, man. Mm-hmm. So it, it's look. They got as a as an underdog, if I'm not mistaken. They they get the Chiefs as an underdog, right? Yeah. Um, there's a reason, and that's I think they think the offense is prolific, and mm-hmm. the defense is going to do a, a tremendous job. And you know, to be honest with you, I don't care what they've seen from the Chiefs' offense for them to try to get ready these two weeks and thinking about the number of plays that we don't put together and what we do. It's still going to be tough for them, right? They're just going to rely on the pass rush to get hit home. <laughs> that's that's what it's gonna be. They're gonna rely on the pass rush to hit home. Mm-hmm. So uh we negate that. Man, I think let them be blowing them out. JD, we have a question here from our, our uh, follower Trish. Mm-hmm. Does JD think the D line getting their hands up will help dominate the line of scrimmage considering Hertz's height? Uh well, I think if, if if you can't get there, you gotta put your hands up. I think that that you know, just getting in those uh the passing lanes. Right, changes angles on you know the trajectory of the ball uh, definitely helps, uh, and I think you have to wait at the last second. Uh, if, like I said, if you're not there, you haven't got there yet. You got to put your hands up. So 
Uh, will that help dominate the line of scrimmage? I hopefully just we just beat them right off the <laughs> off the snap is what I want to. I want to get to the point where you know, and this is good look, and this is a great offensive line. Okay, make no mistake about it. Offensive line is they they're very very good. One of the top offensive lines in the in the league. So uh, Chris got to establish that. I know he's going to get double teamed a lot. So everybody else got to eat. It's got to be George and you know Frank. You know, it's got to be uh, uh, Dunlap. It's got to be all those other guys. This, you know, that's getting home. So, so yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good. Point. That's a good point. Yeah, by the uh, FF Explorer. I mean, Eagles' O line is significantly better than Absolutely. Cincinnati. So that that's a that's a it's a it's a different team we're playing there as far as that in the trenches. No doubt, no doubt. But Chris Jones is Chris Jones. Okay, true. So one of the best defensive linemen, if not the best, this past year. Uh, this you know in the league. So, mm-hmm. so he, they gonna have their hands full, and they they haven't seen nine five get off that you know get off the uh, snap yet. So they're gonna yeah. they're gonna figure it real real quick. We need to stop this guy. Yeah, and also like we talk about the disp- the the differences in the offenses we've played. Like on the other end, on the on the NFC side, I mean that's the thing we've talked about kind of all year. And obviously, it's a Chiefs show, so we talk about the AFC exclusively, pretty much. But we've talked about you know the NFC not really being that powerhouse. You had like t- two teams, and then everybody else was kind of everyone was so close to each other. Yeah. But if you look at the Eagles' run to the Super Bowl, you get you go against the Giants, you go against Daniel Jones, and then you go against that disaster that San Francisco had with that with the, the, the multiple quarterbacks. And now they're trying to change the rules to allow teams to carry three quarterbacks uh, for every game now. Um, but like they haven't played against the Mahomes. Um, we played against them last year. We we pretty much had that game handled pretty much all all all, all game last year when we played them. Um, but they're seeing something they haven't really seen yet this year. In, in 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 our in our prolific offense, so oh. that's that's not being talked about enough. Is that they're the difference in level of play that they've had to go against, and now what they're going to see in the in the, you know the granddaddy of them all in the um, Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and and that's the truth. That's just the truth of it. And so we're 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 going to be the best offense they've seen, no doubt about it, right? And so my thing is, how do you defend that? Like I said, within these these two weeks. You know, putting a game plan to defend something like that, and like I said, I think that's what they're going to rely on. They're going to rely on that pass rush. Uh, so if our guys hold up in the inside, I know, I know they will. I think you know, our offensive line is they're very capable. They're a very good offensive line, no doubt about it, right across the board. Uh, OBJ's got to have his best game. Wilder's got to have his best game, right? That's the ones that everybody's uh, like, okay, what is it going to be with these guys and stuff like that? I think if they they have a good game, get their hands on it, plus get some help on some chips out with McKinnon or Pacheco. Gonna be fine. Cih could come and do that too. Uh, yeah. So I think I think they're gonna they, look. Philly's gonna have their hands full if they can't get home. They're gonna have their hand full trying to stop uh, the Chiefs and what they do. I mean, Andy and them—they're just a genius. They are, uh, and just getting the, getting guys open, you know, just creating space. And so that's what I'm saying. Like you know, when I said on on uh, our side of the ball, uh, controlling our, you know, covering all blades of grass. And he's going to make sure they cover every single blade of grass, every dirt, every every little thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I forgot about this too, Lane Johnson. Okay, Lane Johnson. Apparently, he's still suffering a little bit with the growing. Yeah. Right? So there's some things that you had you had to think about as far as you know what they they had to they had to deal with as well. Yeah, and that, that's the thing too. I mean, if you look at if you go through the Eagles schedule this year. There's a few times where they kind of look susceptible. Um, I think Dak uh, in that one game where they put up 40 points against them. And yeah, there's there's games that we that happens all all time where you know there's an anomaly where you, you have some teams blow up against you. But like that, um, it was Dak and uh, Jared Goff were the two big games that they, they that the quarterbacks opposing offenses had against them. And those are I, I wouldn't say Detroit and Dallas are our, our, our level, um, and they were susceptible yeah. against the pass in those games. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, look, they've had some hard games this year. They have. And, uh, and I would even say Washington, the commanders, you know, took them, you know, should have had them, you know, beat one time up there in Philly. They had it won, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, they, was, they, they had them on the ropes. So uh, this, this man, look, this is going to be a great Super Bowl. This, this, the two teams that should have made it are there, right? Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait. I don't think it's going to be one of those blowouts by either team. I think if uh, you know the Chiefs jump on them early, that's gonna that's gonna hurt them a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean, if you go up fourteen nothing and then you have to throw the football, 
Woo. Okay. Changes things. So immediately, let's come out fast. When we come out, start fire, fire, fire. Start firing mm -hmm. all cylinders right now. Yeah. Uh, it's very important. Uh, but I know somebody alluded to, uh, you know, of course, and in them, they have the coaching. We definitely have that factor. We we have uh, 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 the, the the thumbs up on that side, right? We have mm -hmm. the advantage, no doubt, on the, the coaching aspect. Uh, and I think that that's another thing. That's another uh, situation that we will take over and say the experience right there. Yeah, in big games. There's no doubt about it. So I'm, I'm looking for that. I think uh, that hadn't really – nobody's really talked about this. I'm going to say also, too, special teams-wise. Special teams are going to be very big in this game, okay? Yeah. It's going to be a lot, you know, a little bit more than what people think it is. And so it might be a muck pun or something. I don't know what's going to happen. I just have a feeling that something's going to happen on special teams that's going to put people like, oh, man, what happened? And so if we get Kadarius Tony back there to return a couple of good balls, hey, then that, that might be something that we, we need to do. We need to get him back there. Yeah, I, I hope there's no special teams problems because I, I feel like we, we've definitely had more we've had more problems with our special teams than they've had. So I don't even want to think about any special teams blunders. <laughs> yeah, man. In this game, look, in this game, every single factor is gonna come in. Every mm -hmm. part of what you do as a team is gonna come in it, right? Yeah. How do you respond if something happens? You know, and that's another thing, especially in big games. The Chiefs have been there before. Yeah. So you you know. They can respond well. They've done it all season. So, yeah, and I think if you look at the Super Bowl experience, I think they've only had, I think they only have like four or five guys from that that that's 2017 Super Bowl that are still on that Philadelphia team. But then you look at our team. I mean, we have at least we I think we have like 20 guys, 17 or 18 guys still from that team. So, I mean, there's there's still a lot of guys from that um, from the last Super Bowls we've been to. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so JD, this is I alluded to. Uh, we're gonna get to the fun questions now. So. Um, you know, you think about Kansas City, you think about barbecue, and you think about Philadelphia, you think about cheesesteaks. Mm -hmm. um, two great foods. You know, you got the barbecue aspect of things, and you got Philly cheesesteaks, which are great. I'm, I'm more of a chicken Philly guy. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, chicken yeah. more than I like red meat. Um, but you played in both cities, so you got your fair share of Kansas City barbecue, and you got your fair share of uh, cheesesteaks. The you know, everyone wants to talk about Hurts versus Mahomes. Who'd you rather have? I'm yeah. going Kansas City barbecue or Philly cheesesteaks. What would you rather have, JD? What what is better? Uh, to me, it's, it's the barbecue. You know, I, I just I never really got into the Philly cheesesteaks. I'm like you. Yeah, I, I like the chicken cheesesteak. And as a matter of fact, there was a spot uh, actually off of uh, uh, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think uh, Delaware Avenue. And they used to make chicken riads. Chicken riads was incredible. Those things right there, man. We used to go. We go out. We bring like three or four of those home uh, back to Jersey where I lived at uh, when the night was over. But it was called Chicken Riyadh's. Now those things right there was fire. I'm talking about absolute fire. Chicken Riyadh's was that was like a, was it was like a sandwich? It's a sandwich. So it was chicken with honey mustard, and you had spinach, a uh, little bit of seasoning. Oh man, you talking <laughs> perfect, perfect Chicken Riyadh's. Uh, never had one, man. I'm telling you, you had to get one. But other than that, barbecue. No doubt about it. Kansas City barbecue is, is definitely to my in, in my taste is a lot better than Philly cheesesteaks. No doubt. Yeah. It was a tough one for me. I, I love sandwiches. Um, yeah. but I this weekend, uh, you know, being in North Virginia, we don't really have that many we don't have many Kansas City barbecue places. We did have one, but it's closed pr temporarily. Um, so we were gonna we were gonna do a little bit of barbecue and cheesesteaks. We're just doing a barbecue this weekend. Um, obviously, uh, but look, but, but you, okay, it's almost <laughs> unfair because barbecue is just you know whatever you you doing right? ribs, yeah. I mean chicken, bird ends. I mean you doing all of that, man. Uh -huh. So I mean, how do you go wrong with that? How do you go wrong with it? And then the Philly cheesesteaks is cheesesteak, cheesesteak. Yeah, no, that, I, I don't know the, the cheese whiz. I, somebody you had to use cheese whiz or some type of like special. Hey man, they could keep it. I just yeah, never, yeah. I just never really got into the the, the Philly cheesesteaks like that. And I've had them all. I had past steaks. I had you know Geno's and all those good things. But I just you know on our um so. For those of you who follow the show, you guys know I'm a, I'm a 76ers fan of the Philadelphia basketball team. Um, so we have Eric Snow, who played for the Philadelphia 76ers, and we we talked about um, cheesesteaks. Um, 
Can you hear me? Am I free? Am I freezing up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, so we talked about uh, cheesesteak places, and there was a place that he suggested called Ishka Bibbles. Did you ever have that place when you were Ishka there? Bibbles. Yeah, Ishka Bibbles is pretty good. Ishka Bibbles is all right. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Ishka I, Bibbles. I think it's on South Street. Th- yeah, so I, I, since you were playing there, I think they ended up, uh, it got so popular, they ended up making a second spot for it. But like the, the original one is the, the South Street one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so I mentioned what I'm going to be eating on Sunday, JD. So, what is your? I know every year we're in the Super Bowl, or every year we've we've had the show. We we've done this. We were talking about Super Bowl meals. What is your Super Bowl meal on Sunday? Super Bowl meal on Sunday. I mean, it's going to be uh, an array of you know vegetables. We're going to have probably some, uh, yeah, obviously, some wings. We're going to definitely have some wings here. Um, you know, I don't really do too many ribs. Uh, but we'll probably have some pulled chicken. You know, some pulled chicken is really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. You know, some burgers. We'll have some burgers here. Uh, but that's that's it. Nothing really too, too fancy. Nothing too fancy. You know, we got like a, a nice, uh, you know, we do like a, a fruit salad of things, which is really, really tasty. But you know, we'll, we'll make it real, you know, real nice and, 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 and I'm going to say pretty, but not pretty. But uh, looking gourmet. How about that? Okay. So a nice little array of things. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, 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 like I said, we're doing barbecues. We're going to have uh, the chicken, um, some sliced brisket. Um, I'm only going to touch the chicken. Uh, you got sliced brisket. We're going to have some burnt ends. Um, and then obviously uh, some potato salad, mac and cheese, uh, baked beans, um, that's pretty much it, yeah. And then I, I obviously have some of the uh, the little vegetable the ve- the vegetable dip, like the dipping tray of all the carrots, celery, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, of course, um, somebody, somebody bring mac and cheese, man. But I won't eat it. Uh, that's right. Unless, You're not a mac and cheese. My daughters, yeah. Unless my daughter, my daughter does it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not even a big baked bean eater either. I don't like baked beans. Uh, you like baked beans. I'm all right. I, I, for me, it's some. There's some things where I kind of like take it off the list because of how it makes me feel like the next day. So beans, beans in general, just makes me feel awful the next day. And I'm like, I'm on, I'm on a, <laughs> I'm on a dome for a good, a good, a good amount of the next day. <laughs> the three to four. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, good stuff. No, <laughs> Uh, okay, so the next one is uh, uh, so the halftime show. Uh, Rihanna is going to be singing the uh, is going to be performing on the halftime show. Um, and this week, uh, Mahomes got asked what his favorite Rihanna song was, and he said "Umbrella." And he got a lot of crap for him saying "Umbrella" was was his favorite Rihanna song. Mm-hmm. So, JD, do you have a favorite Rihanna song? A favorite one? Oh man, she she makes so, such good hits. I one, man. She she does. Some, she I like Rihanna. She has some really, some really good hits. What's wrong with Umbrella? Umbrella's a good song too. I don't know. He got, he got a lot of flack for that online. A lot, a lot of like fat, cheap fans were like, "Well, I guess he has to listen to Rihanna then. That's his uh, favorite song. It's like the most like basic one to, to like." <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't really. Uh, she made she made that one song. I can't think of right now. Uh, and I think they put in like the motion picture Star Trek. I, I think I just remember that one. It was in that that. Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. I ain't thinking. Hold on, like, let me see. Let me see. Rihanna, Star take, Trek. So Lenny Dawson's got to take a bow here. You got take a bow is a great one. That's a good one. Disturbia. I was gonna say that was my favorite uh, Rihanna song. That was dum, 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 dum. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Good, good beat yeah. that one. That was, that was eighth grade for me. Hey, come on, look, look, Rihanna, incredible. I love, I love some Rihanna, man. She does some, some really good stuff. Some really good songs. You can't go wrong with Rihanna. You can't, can't go wrong at all. Nah. And for some people, there was a lot of people who were upset. You know, everyone always complains about things. Some people were nah. upset that she was getting the halftime show when it, when they first named her like last year. I was like, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna love that. And wow. last, you had last year, you had some of the some of the, the old heads for the older generation. Yeah. Let's get some. Let's get some of the, young, the younger crowd involved, or the uh, I guess the millennial crowd. I guess this is the Brianna. Listen, I, I went to a resort and they played some Rihanna. And I've seen young to old dancing to Rihanna. Yeah. So I don't know who doesn't like Rihanna. And I'm telling you, it was when I'm talking about the diversity of people, everybody was getting up dancing on Rihanna. Mm-hmm. You know, to the yeah. left, to the left. Come on, man. How you not, come on. How you not like Rihanna? 
<laughs> get that song, but that, it, that uh, I think to me, that was one of the the, the best ones. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah. How you don't like Rihanna? I'm sorry. I, I don't get it. Well, I think the uh, and I remember when we won the Super Bowl last time against the Niners was that there was J Lo and Shakira, and there was people mad about that. I was like, what? It was a good show. It was good stuff going on in that one. Crazy people. People just want to be upset just to be upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, sixty-two. You can enjoy Rihanna. Can I get a thumbs up on that one? Huh? You can you can enjoy uh, my bad, Lenny. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I didn't mean to be ageist there, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all ages, baby. All ages. Yes, hey, beauty about Rihanna from 62 to you know 29. Anybody anybody can enjoy uh, Rihanna. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, okay, so now we're getting into the nitty gritty here, JD. It's our last game prediction in NFL wise until next year. Um, so I guess our, our our next meaningful one will be week one of the NFL season of 2023. But we'll still do the game picks for uh, the, the meaningless preseason games. <laughs> um, but Chiefs, as of right now, are one-and-a-half-point underdog against the Philadelphia Eagles. They are one-and-a-half-point favorite. J.D., who do you have and why on Super Bowl Sunday? So this this has been my, my, my pick uh, – past two weeks and like i said it was going to depend on who's going to be playing you know what it was going to look like uh so we, we've seen everybody who's going to be suiting up for the game i have the chiefs winning 28 to 21 that's where i'm at okay 28 to 21 and i said if they you know kick the field goal to make it 28 24 then that would be it but i think the chiefs will will definitely beat them uh 28 to 21 um so you, you so the 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 total points of this game is fifty one as of right now. You have it just uh, under that. Yeah. Um, so do you think it's gonna be one of those games where at there's it's a high offensive output in the first half, or it's gonna be slow in the second half? You'll see kind of more of an offensive output for both teams. First quarter, I think it's gonna be a high output. Second quarter is gonna slow down a little bit. Third quarter is gonna be kind of you know somewhat kind of starting off third around that time about the, you know mid third on. You start seeing a couple more scores. That's what the Chiefs going to get a couple more scores. You know, Philly's going to come back with a couple scores. They're going to be down. I think at halftime it's going to be fourteen to seven uh, uh, for me. Uh, should maybe even fourteen ten, uh, but now fourteen seven. And then at the end of the game, Chiefs going to go up for another touchdown, and then that's where it's going to close out. Uh, Philly's going to try to catch up, and it's just going to be too late. It's not going to be enough. So. Okay, I, I I'm I'm down with 2821. I, I I picked the Chiefs as well to, to win. Uh, I just had a money line. I didn't I didn't touch the the spread. I actually have a friend who actually sold points in the game and took the Chiefs minus two and a half because he thinks the Chiefs will at least win by a field goal. So you're, you should be set with that. But just yeah. taking the money line, you, you're again you're getting plus points there. So you may as well just take the the money line there, um, just straight up. Um, but yeah, I hope you're right, JD. I hope 2821. Uh, do, do you have a um? Do you think Mahomes will be the MVP? That's uh, that, that right right now. I think that Jalen Hurts has a higher uh, is based on the money. It has a higher chance of winning MVP, but that's also because they have them winning. Vegas has them. The Eagles winning the uh, Super Bowl. But who do you, who do you who do you think can be the MVP? And who's your dark horse candidate to win the MVP? Oh man. Uh, hmm. Hmm. It's a good question. I think it's either if it's, if it's not Pat, uh, I think it might be Chris. Think Chris to come in, man, with a, with three sacks, and I'm talking about the determining factor. Uh, he's just gonna wreak havoc, man. I think I think right now, uh, what he got against the Bengals. I think now, uh, remember we had Aaron Donald and uh, uh, what's the name it got it that was co uh, MVP. Mm-hmm. I think this may be somewhere around that kind of deal, maybe possibly, you know. Uh, but you know, I, I think. You know, if it's not Pat, then then Chris, if he goes in, he's he's dominant like I know he can be. Uh, that's what it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen some, some people online are taking Pacheco to be the MVP just because, like, I think the the odds on that, like, if he has a big game or something, they might give it to him. Uh, but I think, I think, when in doubt, the quarterback's always going to win the MVP, regardless if the quarterback has a, a mediocre game or not. I think, especially with Mahomes' history, what he's gone through in this playoffs. I think even if he has a mediocre game, I think they're going to give it to him just for powering through um, the injury that he's had this offseason or this this postseason. 
Yeah, Pacheco would have to have three touchdowns, 160 yards, something like that. No, seriously. I mean, yeah. it had to be right like that. God, we didn't see it's coming, right? Yeah. We're more than 160. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that, I'm not saying it can't happen, right? Shoot, who knows? But it, my odds is definitely on Pat on that one. Yeah, so with Damian Williams had what two touchdowns and 130 yards in that in that Super Bowl, and, and he didn't get the MVP. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. You're gonna you you have to have something ridiculous like 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 Willie Parker esque type of performance in that uh, Super Bowl with the uh, the Steelers to, to to steal to steal away the MVP from the 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 um the quarterback. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I just picked up. Here's my favorite Rihanna song. So. You miss? It's got a lot of lot of grip to it, man. That's the sledgehammer. That's what that is. This is in Star Trek. (laughs) I don't know something about that, like that the video is captivating. And I was just like, wow, I love this. And the sound of it, you know, so that that's like one of my favorite right there. Sledgehammer. So they can get on Patrick all day on the, <laughs> what, what did he like? Umbrella? Umbrella. This, that's my sledgehammer. So you, 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 you like, you, you went for more of the, uh, the, the non-poppy, the non-poppy, right? You like the non-pop, the pop. I like it. I like, look, I like Rihanna. I like all, I like most of Rihanna's songs. Like I said, you can't go wrong with it. But like when I'm, if, if if I'm in that move right here, the sledgehammer one, like that video, something about that video, definitely. You know, but, you know, y'all ain't too bad to look at either, right? How you not? How you not want to come on? I know. Yo, hey, somebody who ever said they didn't want to see Rihanna need to slap themselves. Slap yourself. I know. Take your right hand to your left, which one's the diamond one, and then go across your face. Okay. There, so, there's a there's a lot to love with the performance yeah. that, during that halftime yeah. show this weekend. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> She's gonna do a good job. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Who's doing the national anthem? You know who's who's doing all that? Ooh, actually, I I, I don't know that. It's funny. We, we all know the halftime shows, but we don't know the national anthem is. And it's funny because back in the day, the national anthem person who was saying saying that was a huge deal. Like yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be some some big name. Um, like mm-hmm. it usually is. Um, I think that's, that's just as important too to have somebody that can you know blow for that. Oh yeah. Because there's two there's two ways you can go with that. You can go with like someone who really messes it up, like in the All Star game uh, two years ago when, Fer- when Fergie messed it up in the during the uh, NBA All Star game, which is was still one of the funniest videos ever, showing all the guys like, laughing during it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. I know it. No, you can't have anybody like that. It's got. I'm talking about star studded. Not saying Fergie's not, but Fergie's right here. You need somebody up here though. Okay, you need somebody you know is going to blow the top off the off the uh, off the arena. You know, chills. Woo! Like, woo, woo! Yeah, like I, I remember, like one of the uh, you, you'll you appreciate this. I remember, like back in the day, the uh, the old WrestleManias, like like WrestleMania two, WrestleMania three. I remember watching like the old like the highlights of it and stuff. And like uh, I think it was WrestleMania two or three where they had Ray, where they had Ray Charles come on and do it and oh, uh, do. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't actually that he did it. Uh, America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. His like his one of his classic ones. Yeah. Um. But yeah, something something like that. Um, but well, that does it for us, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in to Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online and Picket. Uh, make sure you guys uh, use the Picket um, promo code uh, Chiefs to get three dollars, and you can put that on the Chiefs this weekend, or just to have an extra three dollars. Why not? Um, link in the description for that. Uh, and we want to thank you guys, all of you guys, for a wonderful, wonderful season. Obviously, we'll be back next uh, Wednesday or next Thursday uh, for our first off season episode. But uh, we really want to thank you guys for uh, uh, tapping in uh, to Chief Concerns all throughout the season and the postseason. Um, really love you guys, love our listeners, and obviously our viewers. Uh, we're happy to introduce the live component for this show, so you guys can always talk to us and you know be be a, be a part of the Chief Concerns uh, video aspect of things. But we really thank you guys for an amazing 2022 season. We can't we can't wait to continue the um, to continue going forward in 2023, guys. No doubt, man. We're gonna keep the good times rolling. Uh, still having you know great content. We're gonna have a lot of great guests still during the offseason putting it on. We're gonna have some guys, you know, the players this year coming to this offseason. So it's gonna be some really good, uh, some really good things that we have coming up uh, um, 
on uh, on our on our plate. And so you enjoy it, especially during this offseason after the Chiefs win it. So oh hey, saved by the buzzer right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like it's wifey right. calling. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that, that, that's, you know, we, we need to go, but that's guys, right. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll see you guys right back here uh, next Thursday on Chief Concerns. Enjoy the weekend folks. All right. Everybody be careful. Be safe. All right. Yep. Love you. Go chiefs. Here we go. Go chiefs. Love you guys. Have a good one. Hi everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also be sure to check out the best clips from chief concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, Subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.